0: hello everyone and welcome back for another episode hi everyone welcome back to espresso epilogues i'm Eri feely and i'm asta and this is a podcast where we talk about books
1: over coffee
0: what are we going to talk about this week
1: this week we bring to you the one and only drum roll please Sally Rooney!
0: We're here with opinions on Sally Rooney. Some of our episodes are going to be more general, they're going to be based on like a specific genre or general book recommendations, but we also love the idea of doing episodes on specific writers and their work. So hence Sally Rooney this week, we thought it was Mm -hmm. a fitting place to begin. That's a good point.
1: And she does have four books out, I think three novels, one short story collection. We're only going to be reviewing the novels today. So we're
0: going to be talking about Conversations with Friends, Normal People and Beautiful World Where Are You, but also Sally Rooney's writing in general and her work as a writer. And we're very curious to also hear your opinions if you're listening, so feel free to reach out to us. Love that. Let's do it. So, how do you feel about Sally Rooney in general
1: as a whole? Mm, I think of Sally Rooney as her work is one of those pieces you read when you want to be moved by something, in a sense. Her writing style is so unique that you could interpret it in a thousand different ways, and it could be compelling. I would use the word modern. I feel like it's very appealing to our generation, for a variety of reasons that we'll dive into, but specifically because of the fact that her protagonists are primarily our age around our generation, if not the generation before, but still in their 20s. So that's something very relevant to us. Mm -hmm. That's so true. What do you think?
0: I have mixed feelings about her writing. I mean, I loved normal people the most, and that's because of the characters. I was more invested in their lives and their development. But -hmm. in the other two books, I didn't really feel any connection to the characters as much. So I didn't enjoy them the same way. And okay. one thing about Sally Rooney books is that, I mean, I find they're not that plot driven I mean, sometimes, for example, right. in A Beautiful World, Where Are You? It's like nothing much happens, but it's more about the characters and their relationships. And mm-hmm. I love books like that, but mainly when I really also love the characters and when I feel like I can be immersed in their lives, you know?
1: Certainly. I remember you saying in the previous episode that you love character-driven story, this character development, you were saying that with Crime Mm -hmm. and Punishment, which makes no sense. So, for all you that don't know, Sally Rooney is an Irish author, and she's one of the most celebrated contemporary writers. She was born in 1991, 90s baby, in Ireland, Mm -hmm. and she's gained much recognition for her novels, particularly through her exploration of human relationships. And especially amongst young people. Yeah, her yeah. first book was Conversation with Friends, which I think we are going to start with, speaking about what were our thoughts, what we liked, what we didn't, and back off and that to review the other two books.
0: Yeah, let's do it. So how many stars would you rate Conversations with Friends with? And I mean, mm. I hate a five-star rating system because it's so hard to
1: right. rate
0: accurately, but let's just... Let's do that. (laughs) Let's Let's try it. Let's
1: channel our GoodRead selves, critics, into this.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I gave it three stars on Goodreads.
1: Oh, really? Okay. I gave it four. So, Conversation with Friends begins with the introduction of the two protagonists, Francis and Bobby, who are best friends. They're students, they are poets, and they're also exes. And so they meet a couple called Melissa and Nick, who are older. Melissa is a journalist, and Nick is an actor. And... Francis and Nick become very close in this book, and it's problematic in some respects, but also in other respects it isn't. And it's beautiful because, in my opinion, it's a very painful yet kind of realistic portrayal of humankind and the flaws that we encounter, the mistakes that we make. In In a nutshell, this is what it is. Yeah, that's a great description. So, what did you think about this book? I liked it. This is my first Sally Rooney read, so to begin with, when you pick up a Sally Rooney book, you'll notice that there isn't quotation marks, and that's something that you need to get used to. I think the simplicity of it, I loved it. I absolutely loved it. I don't know why. It felt like butter on my toast. Just (laughs) so smooth. It was such a smooth... Casual, it was almost as if the words were flowing for me in my mind. I don't know how else to describe it. I understand why people wouldn't like it, but I know that this wasn't your favorite book. Could you tell me why? What did <laughs> you think of this book?
0: So, I mean, I did not love this book. I gave it three stars because there were things I liked about it. I enjoyed the writing, and as you said, I like the simplicity of it and how smooth it is. But my main problem with this book was the characters. I found them Mm -hmm. so unlikable. And of course, that's just my personal opinion. But I just didn't find it in me to care to follow their lives or feel any empathy for them. And I actually took a look around Goodreads before we recorded this. And I saw Mm -hmm. tons of reviews mentioning the same thing, which you know Mm -hmm. (laughs) made me feel validated. I'm like, okay, other people see this too. But my main issue actually was with Frances the main but... character because I just kept getting annoyed while reading at her inability to communicate with the people around her and the decisions mm-hmm. she was making I just you know it was frustrating and when I don't really like a, a main character it's hard for me to like the book especially if it's not really that much of a plot-driven book,
1: certainly. Right, you have to really connect with the character and its development. Yeah. Hey, that's very interesting that you mentioned that because <laughs> what you find unlikable, I actually kind of find likable inferences. in Francis. In a sense, because I've ma- I've made bad decisions, knowing that I've made bad decisions, and I hate to justify this by, you're young, you're supposed to be, to be to make bad decisions and be dumb. But it kind of made me feel okay. It kind of made me feel human. What I didn't like, though, about it for me was the relationship between Francis and Nick. I didn't see why these two like each other so much, to be honest. I liked Melissa. She's a very career-driven woman. She's an alpha. She definitely is the dominant one in the relationship. And I think that was very much reflected in Nick and Francis' relationship is how... What's another word for passive? Apathetic. Apathetic. They were, it was very apathetic. Both of them were just, were just dull in their standpoint. Yeah. That's what I That's thought of true. it. That's true.
0: I see, yeah. And I see what Sally Rooney was trying to achieve through the personalities of the characters. But I just found, I mean, Nick, you know, he didn't have much of a personality going on. So I right. you know, couldn't really care what he was doing. But I found Frances and Bobby at times especially dramatic, or I felt like they were kind of pretentious. So I didn't enjoy following Frances' decisions when she would just decide to not communicate with Bobby or Nick. And then that ended up being the main source of all of her problems. Obviously, though, I do appreciate how Mm -hmm. in all of Sally Rooney's novels, the flaws of the characters are very much at the center of the story. And that's kind of the point. I think as we're going to talk about afterwards with normal people, though, I just enjoy the novel a lot more when I feel like I can relate with the characters more or I'm kind of rooting for them. And, you know, of course that's just personal preference, but with Francis and Bobby, I was just kind of like, "Mm, okay.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, I totally see what you mean. I really do. And I agree with you. I think um, I didn't, I mentioned earlier that just Nick to me was very like a sad like like a sad boy. It's almost as if he's an emo <laughs> boy in this put it that way, but wasn't like i, I wasn't going to stick around for Nick's character so he was a protagonist yeah, yeah, of course me neither I definitely want to reread this because I think I read this when I was twenty one and I think that rereading this would be it would be very interesting to see how this resonates after actually. Growing up, two years in a sense. I think these are very formative years in our lives, and I wonder if this is going to be any different. If maybe I'll be able to actually dislike Francis, or if I'll be able to relate more with with Melissa and Nick. I'm curious too. Yeah, I think this is the kind of book that.
0: Yeah, I think it would be insightful to reread it for that reason. People have such differing opinions on this book that I would be open to rereading it just to see how it resonates. I like that. Okay,
1: very very interesting
0: what did you think of the way like the intimacy between the characters was portrayed in this book because i think that that's a very central theme in all of sally rooney's books and it's quite different in each one well for me
1: for example whereas
0: in normal people it felt like there was all that very real intimacy in this book it just felt more shallow and that's just from my perspective
1: Absolutely, I certainly think that Sally Rooney, from one novel to the next, has very much improved her description of intimacy. But this one wasn't my favorite. I love to review my books on Goodreads and I love to also see what other people have to say with it, quite like you. <laughs> what cracked me up was this one writer by the username Bruno, in caps locks, writes, who even writes so many emails in real life. They don't have WhatsApp in Ireland. I crack me up. That is <laughs> so funny.
0: Was that for, for this one or for Beautiful World? Where are you? No, there there's so was many it. emails in that one.
1: There <laughs> so many emails. Also, yes, Melissa's email to Francis mm-hmm. was intense. Intense. I read that intense. and I, she just kind of scolded her a little bit, but also. Yeah let her know that she'll never be enough, but then was also thanking her for making her husband a better man. Sally Rooney loves a good email. She really (laughs) does. She really does. All right. (laughs) Want to jump into Normal People? Let's do it. So
0: Normal People, I give it five solid stars. So this, very simply put, is a novel that explores love and friendship and also just the personal development and growth through the lives of two, you know, normal people, (laughs) Marianne Mm -hmm. and Connell. It explores their romantic relationship with each other as they go from one phase of their life, like high school to the next college. And it sounds very kind of vague as a premise for a book, Mm -hmm. but what makes it special is, I mean, actually a few things in this book. I was genuinely very invested in the characters and their relationship because I found it was so real and so well told and it made me feel things you know and the other two books didn't really so this one really kept me hooked I didn't expect to like it as much as I did but then I couldn't put it down because I was just like Emotionally invested, and I love being emotionally invested in books.
1: <laughs> okay. What did you think? I understand that this is the most popular one of Sally Rooney books. I didn't. This is the one that didn't resonate with me.
0: Mm-hmm. I it's wasn't invested. Your least in the favorite characters.
1: one. That was my least favorite one. Yeah, I'm afraid wow. so. I love that we have it's, such different opinions. I, right, but that's that's what's great because I feel like people can relate to that. It. Yeah. Doesn't necessarily have to be what's most popular. But. Yeah. To me, what made it stand out for you and for probably other reasons just was – it didn't make sense. I didn't understand their connection to begin with. They're both such Mm -hmm. different people and obviously opposites do attract and I agree with that, but to me there wasn't anything bringing them together aside from the fact that Connell's mom was the maid of Marianne's house. Mm -hmm. Sure, they, they, they ended up falling in love, but I didn't see how that happened. It almost see. it, it seems fictional to me, Have you seen the show? Yes, and
0: I love the show. I feel like the show does did kind you see of the show? job yeah mm mm-hmm. and i I think it does a better job at showing how this relationship makes sense because even at the very beginning, you can just see that they have this intense chemistry and There's this palpable energy between them and that is why they're so drawn to each other rather than the specific circumstances surrounding Connell's mom, for example.
1: Mm -hmm. So I
0: feel like this just made it a bit more real to see on screen, like the way that they looked at each other and were around each other made you understand that, okay, there is something there. Whereas when you're just reading the book, you, if it's not explicitly described, you can easily be like, how does this even make sense?
1: I guess the thing is I love to read between the lines, I love to pause and savor it, but for me there just wasn't that extra will to do it. Maybe I'll read it again and maybe I will fall in love with it, but like you have. Who knows? At least for right now this first impression of mine was very much not there. The affection and the love for the characters weren't there. What would have made it nice, at least from my point of view, the development of the second characters was lacking in this book, whereas it doesn't in other celebrity mm-hmm. novels. And I think yeah. that could have just made it a little bit richer. Could have yes. helped a little bit with the development of the characters, because she really doesn't touch up on the family members here, who also play a vital role in the development of these characters. Yeah, like Connell's mom, a queen. <laughs> exactly. Connell's mom, a queen, Marianne's family.
0: You're right. I mean, I think it was very much 100% focused on just Marianne and Connell.
1: Certainly. Um, Certainly. Yeah. I gotta say the show was beautiful and it captured like a loneliness to it and I love that that feeling of being like the last person on the planet kind of loneliness but also yeah it really did capture so tranquil I don't know how to explain it I get the same vibe when I watch emmer chamberlain's videos on youtube like the new emmer chamberlain videos where there just isn't anyone there it's just her and her surroundings and I think the show does that too it captures it well that's so interesting yeah so I definitely will give this another chance what point I time. really
0: I think you should, and I'm curious to see what you would think. I mean, I really loved the truthful way in which it depicts the very complicated relationship and the communication and love between Marianne and Connell. And I think mm-hmm. Sally Rooney in general is great at capturing complex human relationships between people. I really liked, just as you did in conversations with friends, I really liked the very realistic and kind of imperfect Mm -hmm. nature of the characters in this one and of their relationship. I think, you know, they were honestly just, Simple, normal people, genuinely, but you actually care to follow along and see what happens because it draws you in, at least it did for me. And at the same time, it feels very simple to read, but it's also very complex.
1: Well, it's kind of giving a little bit of Cinderella dynamic because we have Marianne, the outcast, whereas Connell, popular, popular boy. Yeah. And their paths do not cross up until the parents bring them together. So it's, yeah. to me, it's like in Cinderella, there's the aspect of beauty <laughs> and of the girl next door and that love. Whereas for me, I don't mean to be comparing it to a fairy tale, but the connection there doesn't make sense to me. Interesting.
0: I, I love hearing all of these different ways to see it. I generally also enjoyed that its depictions of intimacy and real human emotions were a lot more raw and refreshing than in many books I've read lately. And then Mm -hmm. the writing, so Sally Rooney's writing itself is, like, I I think it was quite different from book to book, but in this Mm -hmm. one, it was very simple and smooth and yet descriptive enough that I always felt I was within the scene myself or I was just eavesdropping on something real. It felt like that when I was reading it. And I found that in this book, she didn't really engage in unnecessary details at all, but she knew Mm -hmm. exactly which... Kind of seemingly random details would truly really bring a scene to life, and that's for example, point. in the next book, I found it was pretty much the opposite like that's true. there was that's so much point. unnecessary detail in my opinion in that one
1: <laughs> that's true Yes, and we'll dive into that in a second too.: yeah, very different. What did you think of the infamous quote "I'm not a religious person, but I do sometimes think God made you for me love it. I mean, I think it's sweet. That's gorgeous. It's sweet, it's simple. That's just the one that gets under your skin. That's just one that I cannot get out of my mind. I did love that book. (laughs) It's so sweet and so personal, too.
0: Yeah. I was genuinely very much rooting for Marianne and Connell in this book. And that's why I wanted to keep reading. I was like, what are you guys doing? Let's get it together. Like, I need to know what is happening. And I love being emotionally invested. So all right let's see beautiful world where are you
1: i like this one this is my favorite one
0: interesting so is that i rated it for
1: you it was a 4.5 and i'll get into the reason why in just a bit oh for me it
0: was three stars again
1: (laughs) oh okay okay that's crazy we're just opposites on this all right Beautiful World, Where Are You? is a story of four protagonists here. We've got Alice, who's a novelist, and she meets Felix, who's a warehouse worker. And it also is the interweaving story of Eileen and her crush since childhood called Simon. And it kind of is interesting to see where each of them are in life and what they are planning on doing, in a sense, how they are navigating through this world. Hence the title, Beautiful World, Where Are You? So what did you think about this?
0: What did I you love it. about
1: it? I loved it. There's so many themes to, to dive into for this one, but there almost is a journaling aspect to this book. It's almost as if Sally Rooney's mm-hmm. talking to herself. This is like a journal entry. Yeah. Obviously it's not written like a journal entry, but there are parts of it, at least through those emails, where Sally Rooney just brings up things that have nothing to do with the plot. And that's what I'm thinking. Oh, yes. Sally Rooney's probably addressing her raiders in this one yeah that's very true they talk a lot about
0: the world politics art beauty and it definitely feels like their emails are there to just share some deeper thoughts and a deeper aspect to the novel that Mm -hmm. Sally Rooney wanted to express which is interesting it did feel to me kind of like it didn't feel very organic to be honest like yeah, the emails, for I example, it I see that it felt a little like a kind of college discussion over wine, where you're trying to seek the truth. You know what I mean? <laughs> and that's um, kind of what I
1: like that because I go through phases like that where I just have a, yeah. all of a sudden a new obsession, and I'm like, God, I got to inform the world about this. Why aren't we speaking about <laughs> yeah. it? I absolutely get it, right? Yeah. And and it, it, I, I guess it comes down to taste, is it for some? It's not likable for some, it, it resonates a lot, and I'm one of the people with which it resonates.
0: There's definitely a big aspect of realism in it. I like that because you can't ever say that even if I say it doesn't feel organic, I can't say it's not realistic because in
1: general with Sally Rooney it always is. There's the essence of existentialism that we both love so much. It seems like to me she, she's discovering herself through this novel.
0: Yeah, it was very interesting. Well, there is the writing style was kind of an issue for me in this one. I found it just quite monotonous and I don't know if you noticed, but it felt like it basically spells out every single thing for the reader. Like I found the prose Mm -hmm. quite underwhelming and it felt a little like she was trying to match the success of her other two best selling books, but in a way just the prose wasn't hitting for me (laughs) as I was reading. Contrary to normal people, there was just mm-hmm. so much detail where... There was a lot of detail. I was like, why... Actually, I screenshotted a part of it <laughs> that I wanted to tell you, oh, yeah, which is just a great... I'm very like, curious. A great like, example. What part of okay, it? Okay, there's, like, there's a passage where basically she just wants to say that she found her keys and opened the door, but she wrote, She walked lightly up the path and searched Mm -hmm. in her handbag for the house keys. The noise of the keys was audible somewhere inside the bag, but she didn't seem to be able to find them. He stood there not saying anything. She apologized for the delay and switched on the torch function on her phone, lighting the interior of her bag and casting a cold gray light on the front steps of the house also. (laughs) He had his hands in his pockets. Got them, she said. Then she
1: unlocked the door. I mean, that's a bit much That's for me, a you know? very detailed <laughs> description. <laughs> I think Sally Rooney does that in all her novels, and I love it because I could I could, for the life of me, not write something so banal and mundane so well and give it life. I could picture that's it like, I, can, I can hear the sound of of Felix putting his like his hands in his pockets, like the fabric moving. It comes mm-hmm. to life It's true, it definitely like comes that. to life,
0: yeah. It feels like she really spells out every scene for the reader. It feels kind of like a screenplay even, which I get why you would like it and also why it's you true. wouldn't. For me, I think I just, it got tiring after a certain point, but
1: yeah. I do appreciate how unique her writing style is. I agree with you there. And I think that toward the end of it, I think the last... The last aspect when the protagonists were all together at the beach, I think to that point I was a little Mm -hmm. bit like, okay, nothing is really happening here. I just wanted to fast forward. And the one thing that I'm very surprised was, I'm not going to spoil the ending, but there is a major transformation for one of the characters towards the end. I was curious. I was like, (laughs) oh my goodness, this is... This is not the way Sally Rooney had, had dealt with her, the destiny of her protagonists in the previous novel she's written.
0: What did you think so, of the
1: relationships between the characters in general? That's a great question, Ari. I loved Simon. I loved Simon. Mm-hmm. Simon was my favorite. I liked him, too. Yeah. I Right, wasn't he? He was just 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 a man who was doing well. He was just kind of... He's just a guy. He's going through life, <laughs> but he wasn't surviving. He was living. Yeah. I didn't love the Alice and Felix relationship very much. I think Alice, she is this up and coming novelist. And I think she was using Felix, who definitely was a blue collar working class man who gets high, you know, once his shift's over. I think she was definitely using him to keep up her superiority complex. I think she wanted to feel superior to him. And that's why she kept going out with him and going after him. I didn't like Eileen. Did you like Eileen? No, not really. I mean, I
0: didn't really like Alice either, but I think I liked her better Mm. than Eileen.
1: Okay. Eileen was kind of rude, to be honest. I feel she took a lot of her hatred out on Alice.
0: Yeah, that's true. There's a lot of duality that Sally Rooney explores through these characters, and I think that's interesting to witness. But of course, as in every book,
1: you're always kind of torn about whether you actually like them or not. The emails to me... Despite the fact that they were very interesting, in my opinion, there was a lot of just random thoughts that, once again, I believe kind of belong to Sally Rooney, and she just has them in. I didn't understand the, like, pen pal aspect of Alice and (laughs) Eileen. It's almost (laughs) as if it's a very administrative correspondence. It's a very formal email. It's an email I would have seen in a collection of letters written from a husband, a soldier husband during a world war and it's wife. That's kind of what it seemed to me. Nowadays, we would be speaking either through phone or through text, and it would be a lot less formal. Like, there's actual prose to these emails. That's what I didn't understand very much. And you could argue, of course, that both of them are literary, so there is that aspect to it, but it didn't make much sense, especially given the fact that we have a lot of text messages here, too. And what's funny is that Sally Rooney incorporated typos into the text messages, like Felix is say mean, but he spells it wrong, and then right below he'll say the same thing. It's crazy, yeah. (laughs) So that to me is is a bit of a dichotomy, I don't quite see what these messages were meant to do. Yeah, I see that. What did you think of these letters?
0: It feels like it's kind of the best, most convenient way to insert thoughts on a million different philosophical questions into the novel kind of organically in like whatever way you can, because through text, it also doesn't feel very real because it's like no one would send that long of a text and have that kind of consistent intellectual correspondence over text, I mean, I, I think. <laughs> and they didn't see each other right. enough in person, I think, in order to be having these conversations in person and for it to make sense. So it had to be in a way that accompanies is the main story That's of the true. book and it's just kind of happening in the sidelines while the characters go about their lives so i see why it was convenient as a writing device but it does feel a bit as you said too formal for two best friends that <laughs> are just sending these long emails like that yeah it feels a bit weird like it makes right feel it, like they're just taking themselves too
1: seriously <laughs>
0: Exactly. Yeah, like I can't really relate to them if that is how they talk to each other as best friends over email. <laughs> exactly. Exactly.
1: I wouldn't talk to you like that.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'd be worried if you send me a long formal <laughs> email. But then again, like they don't. Can you imagine that? No, I'd
1: send you a text. I was gonna say there was another theme here, of leftism that I've read articles on it too, and didn't wasn't very obvious at first, it kind of just felt like Sally was throwing out some thoughts into it. But apparently there's quite a strong allegiance to the left and the working class, especially in this book and in Sally Reed's yeah. writing. She sympathizes a lot with him in a class and she sympathizes yeah. feeling lost and not being able to achieve what you want to do because of the fact that you're stuck in a system which doesn't quite allow for the creative careers to flourish. She's very progressive for a contemporary Irish writer, in my opinion. Given Ireland's political stats, Mm -hmm. I think she is very progressive. And it symbolizes kind of our generation and how we feel kind of lost in the system that wasn't ours to begin with. There is random thought here, but there is another. The quotes, the really nice ones, that that Sally Rooney is known for. This one, in my opinion, was even Mm -hmm. better than the one in Normal People, and it was Eileen said oh, this to tell Simon, and she said, God put her on Earth for you. And then Simon responds, If God wanted me to give you up, he wouldn't have made me who I am. That's so deep! I love it! Plus, in
0: this one, it's kind of different because Simon actually was very
1: religious, right? So... That's true. That's a good point. Simon Simon was a religious background, yes, but he was progressive. And I think that's also just Sally Rooney. That's just, almost like Sally Rooney's alter ego. Irish-Catholic, very important part of their culture, and it almost is like you're pledging allegiance to your culture, but you may or may not believe it in full. It doesn't engulf your identity. And that's something we do see with a lot of our generation in particular. Does Sally Rooney have that religious background? I think Ireland as a whole does. I don't specifically know for Sally Rooney. Interesting, yeah. Yeah, I do love that quote. I love that one. That one to me Mm -hmm. is just... Oh, gorgeous. Sally Rooney, I cannot wait for your next novel. I'm very curious as well. Kind of don't know what to expect. I love that I
0: have such opposing opinions about the same writer's work. And I am definitely very curious to read more and see what she's going to do next. It's interesting that public opinions are kind of divided among readers. Which is very interesting because you might see yourself or your preferences in one type of character or plot, and Mm -hmm. it's kind of like a personality quiz, which Sally Rooney- Oh, that's that's interesting,
1: (laughs) that's so true. It really is up to personal taste, but I think we can all argue that she's incredibly talented.
0: Yeah, she has such a unique writing style, and I'd say also kind of quirky, you know? (laughs) Right, and then she wrote these in her 20s, which is
1: incredible. I look forward to the next novel. I look forward to what flawed character development is coming up and how relatable or how (laughs) beautiful and existential it's going to be. I look forward to it. Me too. So
0: yeah, these are our thoughts on Sally Rooney. But please let us know what you think because part of what's so interesting and fun about this is getting to hear such different perspectives and expanding the way you think about these things as well.
1: Yeah, always open to discussion. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for listening to Espresso
0: Epilogues. Our next episode is going to be Um, an interesting one, in my opinion, because we have very strong opinions um, on it. But let's keep it a
1: secret. (laughs) Let's keep it a secret for now. And you may catch on by certain memes that we're posting if you don't follow the Instagram account. You should go check it out. (laughs) There's a lot of fun content for you there. So in the meantime, take care.
0: Thank you for listening.